Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Tuesday, the 29th of December. We're uh, getting close to the end of the year. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's looking like, um, you know, there's uh, there's some real winners this year. And I wanted to go over with uh, one of the winners that I'd really like to go over with you, of course, this year is um, is Tesla. It's up over. 600%, which is absolutely incredible. And uh, just kind of want to get into the, the, the slide somewhat on it. Okay, well, maybe not. Let's see if we can get, let me see if we can get to the slides. Anyways, thank you for dropping by today. I had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Uh, and I have, seem to have a little bit of a slow internet connection. So it's going to be a little bit of a lag on this. So hopefully we can, we can get it, uh, we, we can get it to, uh, you know, to, to unfreeze here. And, uh, well, maybe not. So um, with that in mind, let's uh, just go right directly to uh, some questions. Uh, hold on here. All right. There we go. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, let's see if we can go back to that um, there. There we go. <laughs> I think we're back. I, I, I think I think we're back now. Um, a little bit slow on the uptake here, and uh, yeah, I'm having some issues, but uh, yeah, we'll get through. Hold on. So here we go. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can pull up the slides here. Well, there we go. Okay, loading again. Let's give it another shot. There we go. Okay, so now now we're now we're on. And thank you very much for bearing with me. Um, and uh, basically, it is Tuesday. Um, Tesla shares are up 600% the year over the year. And um, I had a very good year this year, as you probably well know. Hope all of you did, too. I was uh, uh, buying into Tesla right about this time last year, actually a little bit before the 16th, when it made its first major movement. Um, it, it, made, it made its first its first major movement. The... Um, the Dow Jones is uh, basically down. So is the S&P. Basically, there's a little lot of the end of the year selling, but the market is still in confirmed uptrend. The Nasdaq is at 12,840 uh, and still, you know, kind of holding in there. But uh, I, we're starting to see a little bit of weakness. I'm not sure if this will, you know, this will eventuate into anything. But, um, you know, we definitely are seeing some weakness. So the Nasdaq has pulled back a little bit, as you, as you, as you can see here. Um, pulled back a little bit, and it's a below this key $13,000 $13, uh, level. So we definitely have had some weakness. Um, I have been selling off basically all day. Uh, the only thing I really bought was uh, was uh, Apple, and it's down as well. Um, but Tesla, interestingly enough, is up. Now, I did buy it yesterday at the 665 level. It's up slightly. It's kind of been flirting with that. It seems to have some resistance here, and we will see if you know if it's if it's able if it's able to move higher. Just don't know if that will be the that will be the case. But um, at least for right now, it seems to be holding, you know, about at that six sixty five level. I wouldn't really uh, I, I take kind of a go slow approach here because it is sort of. Um, you know, it, it is it is sort of being uh, a little bit, um, you know, a little a little bit cantankerous uh, here. So hopefully, I can get into the the slides. I was just having serious network issues 
right now. I apologize for that. But let me see if I can pull up some of your questions. Thank you for holding on. I appreciate uh, you're, you're holding on. We just seem to be having some issues on that. Thoughts on CXSE? Let's see if I can pull up the charts for that. Hold on one second. Let's see if we can we can get uh, something for that. And I'm still waiting for my my um, my charts to come up, and hopefully we'll have them up in just a second. But uh, while we're waiting, just like to wish everybody a happy New Year, and I hope that uh, you know, I hope that your New Year will be successful, uh, and uh, as as mine has been this year. So. Um, so here we go. Hopefully, we'll, we'll have this up in just a second. You know, we're just having a lot of uh, technical difficulties here. I just don't know why it's so difficult. But let's look at CXSE. CXSE. And let's look at that chart. Yeah, it's just my, my machine just is not responsive today, unfortunately. I think we have an issue with our connection. It's just very, very slow. So I apologize for this. CX, CXSE. Let's see if we have, if that comes up. Okay, here we go. And that's Wyndham. I, I think that's Wyndham Tree um, Entertainment. And it's an exchange-traded fund, so it's an ETF. Not familiar with this fund. Uh, CXSE is what this is. Let's take a look at it. It's got a 71 relative strength. Uh, that is not that strong. I typically like to buy at least 80 on that. Let's look at the checklist. Unfortunately, it's 6 out of 9, but there's a failure, and this is an ETF. So this might be viable. You know, it just there are better ones out there than this. Um you know, funds of funds are in here. So I, I think you probably want to take a pass on this one. Uh, it just, for, at least for me, it doesn't really seem to be the right thing. So um, thoughts on NFE and BE. Let's look at BE first. Well, this is Bloom Energy, of course. And this has been a tremendous performer uh, as of late. So, yep, there we go. It's finally, finally coming up. I think I finally have some bandwidth here. So hopefully it will it will let me um, maneuver here somewhat. Okay, uh, excellent um, relative strength at 98, and but we do have decreasing sales volume. This is something that uh, typically I'd like to see a little bit better on. Um, but is there a place to buy this? Well, you know, really, I think that you know it's down today. I, I would I wouldn't buy this unless we we got higher than about that level there. Um, about uh, $39. I'm still having some issues with my bandwidth, so sorry I'm not able to give you an exact number. Um, it's 7 out of 9 on the smell test, so that's pretty good. Um, the industry is uh, 173 out of 196, so i do not particularly pleased there. Uh, we do have increasing funds in it, though. The question is, where could we be in Bloom Energy? You know, I think that this is a this is kind of thing. It's looking really good, but I wouldn't want to be in this uh, unless it was at least um, you know a, a little bit above this level, about thirty-seven. So I would watch list this one, and I would not uh, I, I would not buy this right now. I just don't think it's the right thing to do. Let's look at Baba. Now, here's the thing about the Chinese stocks. 
Baba, of course, has been hit. Um, I think that, you know, with the new regulations coming out where the Chinese companies are going to have to basically, um, you know, uh, the Chinese, oops, is I got a comment, YouTube not working. So let me see if I can, um, you know, if, if, if I can get that. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit compromised today. I'm afraid. Um, I should be getting a YouTube feed. Okay. So I am, I should be live on, yeah, I should be live on YouTube. So I thank you for that. I'm sorry about, uh, the problems that I've been having technically, we just seem to have a, a kind of a congested router today. So. I'm not able to really, really uh, give you that. So let's take the next question. Jim uh, just bought um, BLNL and SPE. Should I sell or hold? Let's take a look at, um, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. I just am having a lot of issues with the bandwidth. There's just not enough bandwidth. And it should be a, a, several T1s into this building. So I don't know why we're having so much issues regarding the, um, the bandwidth here. So I can't, unfortunately, I don't have a feed. So I apologize for this. This seems like a bust today. I just can't seem to get the, get the charts to run. So let me see if I can re-initiate uh, the, the, uh, the screen here. Hold on one second. Sorry for this delay. Yeah, it's just very slow. We pull it down to the minimum. I probably had too many windows open there. So let's see if we can get Baba up here. Yeah, there we go. That's much better. Apologize for that. Uh, let's let's look at um, BLNL. I don't know what that is. Um, BLNL. And hopefully that will... No, it does not recognize. Is that right? B-L-N-L. B-L-N-L. Okay, maybe we're going to get something out. Okay. Oh, boy, this is a frustrating day. <laughs> I am so sorry. I, I can't seem to pull up any of the... Um, let me see if I can shut down more windows here. Uh, maybe I can do that. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe I can just shut some of these windows down. I probably have too many windows running. Thank you for bearing with me here. I'm just going to try to see if I can. There we go. Okay, so that that's probably probably going to solve part of the problem. There we go. Okay, so uh, let's look at SBE here. See if I can get this to to run. SBE. There we go. And that's Switchback Energy Acquisition Company. This is a blank check company. You know, these blank check companies, I don't recommend them. And and part of the reason part of the reason I don't recommend them is because you just really don't know the condition of what you know what what they're in. So they're very difficult to um, they're very difficult to invest in. Now, this has gone up like a rocket ship. It's got a 98 relative strength, but I just don't trust this, uh, this switchback energy. It just does not look like the kind of, yeah, and we have a downward point. Yeah, and there's selling going on, yeah, at 40. You know, I think it's probably time to 
you know, and I could be totally wrong in this, but it only has a checklist of 55. I'd sell this thing immediately. Unfortunately, just not very, very good. BLNL. So hopefully we have better choices than this. Um, BLNL. Let's see what's happening there. If I can get. And I, I still doesn't come up. I think this is a blank check company. And um, so I'm probably, I can't give you any more information on that right now because that, that doesn't appear to be a valid symbol, at least not on my system. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know what the issue is there. It's probably a new issue. Uh, Jim, uh, how's it going with Apple? Any thoughts? Well, you know, as you know, I'm in Apple. I did, I have been increasing my position with Apple right now. It's off a little bit. Apple's a relatively slow stock compared to some of these rocket ships that, um, you know, that, uh, you know, that, that, that are out there. But uh, I'm, I'm very confident that, um, that Apple will move higher um, just because of the way it's, um, you know, the, the way it's set up. Now, it has pulled back $2.21 today, but this is the key level here, which is this 137.98 level. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just have bandwidth issues, you know, for some reason I'm not, it's not, uh, it's not working, but yeah, okay. As you can see, it's it's just uh, there's just a very lot of lag here on my system. So yeah, okay. So I'm gonna have to stop drawing because that's not working. So let's see if we can go back and take some calls from TikTok. So thanks for thanks for holding on. Do appreciate it um, through this little little bit of thing. Uh, YouTube's not working. Yeah, I know. We do have issues uh, with that. I'm afraid um, there seems to be something related to my connection to YouTube. So hopefully that will that will increase for the better. Okay. Hey Jim, uh, when investing uh, long term, do you invest in an ETF or individual stocks? Well, you know what? I like individual stocks. To be honest, it's not that, that there's any problem with ETFs. I think you can do very well with ETFs. There are some ETFs that I really do like, though. If you want to get exposure to the overall broad market, I think that the best ETF really is the QQQ. Let's take a look at the QQQ today, if I can get if I can get a um, screen up, which I, it's not looking good. Let me see if I can, you know, let me see if I can uh, shut down some more windows, maybe, uh, and get something here. Hold on, uh, and that's the QQQ. There we go. There we go. Okay. This is the, if, if you're doing long-term investing, this is the ETF that I recommend. Now, it's up today $3, and everything else pretty much is pulling back, even Apple, where I have a large position. Um, this basically covers the 100 largest stocks in the, um, in, in, in the NASDAQ, in the NASDAQ, basically the NASDAQ 100. This is a very good choice if you want a more of a set-and-forget type of investment. Buy the QQQ, and then as long as the market is in a confirmed uptrend. Currently, the market is in a confirmed uptrend. Now, we've moved just below, above the pivot. It's still viable at this level, um, but uh, you know this is probably the stock that you want to buy if you're looking for a long-term hold. Um, now, when, uh, you know, when, when, when the market starts to retreat, you want to sell this, obviously. And, and here's how to find out. If the market is in a confirmed uptrend, you want to be invested 100% in 
an index fund like the QQQ. If um, when the market condition changes to a market trend under pressure, then you want to sell half of your uh, holdings in the QQQ and keep half of it in cash. If the market goes into correction, sell it all, wait for the bottom, and then re-rebuy it. But if that if you just want to set and forget, you don't want to pick stocks, this is probably the best one, QQQ Trust. And I usually cover that in every show. I, I, I talk about it because it's a proxy essentially for the um, the NASDAQ. Hi, Jim. Uh, thanks for your insight. Uh, looking at AMAT and BABA also. You know, I think you might want to be a little bit careful with some of these Chinese stocks because of the new rules regarding regarding the exchanges. The um, um, the Chinese stocks are going to have to comply with generally accepted accounting principles. They they got a waiver from this for quite a few years from the Obama administration, but that's going to change. And so the the all the Chinese stocks are taking it on the chin. I don't I don't think I think it's a bad time to get into the Chinese stocks as you can see. We have a downward trend now for, um, you know, for for the, um, for the BABA. Now, there has been some buying here. That's good. It may reverse, but it only has a relative strength of nine. I just think you want to be out of Alibaba. There's too much political risk on this one, and I, I think it's going to be very difficult to, you know, to, to win on this one. So I'd be very careful. Now, applied materials is a little bit different. Uh, AMAP. It's a large manufacturer, of course, of wafer production equipment based in, you know, based in Santa Clara. And it, um, you know, so anytime there's a refresh cycle on the chips, which there is one going on right now, all the big companies like TSMC buy from AMAT. So they're having some very good sales, as you can see here in the, um, you know, we have some very nice, we have some very nice sales increases going on here as well. Also, this one has very, very heavy fund sponsorship, and it is profitable. So all the things are quite quite good for this particular stock. Now, it is a little bit uh, extended over the consolidation base at 69.90. It's currently at 84. So it's not necessarily the greatest place to buy it because it is extended, but it does have a relative strength of, of, of 94. Here's what I would do with this one. It has a 100% checklist. I would wait on this one until we get a movement to the upside. Now, currently, we are pulling back. It's off a little bit today. Wait on this one to buy this until it, it basically reverses direction. Try to buy this in an uptrend. If this thing moves above about 85, then I think you could, you could comfortably buy applied materials. But it's really quite good. The, out of these two, I think you should – I think AMAT is going to be a better bet rather than BABA. So that's my that's my two cents on that. I think that you're going to get a better result out of uh, AMAT rather rather than BABA. So let's see if I can get another question. Okay, thank you. Um, okay. All right, let's see. Yeah, this is a pretty much a red day today. So, um, yeah, uh, this, this, is a, this is a pretty much a red day. Lost, oh, geez, I'm sorry about that. Lost 300 blank. Uh, for a swing. Well, you know, Blink has pulled back. I did. I sold out of my most of my positions in Blink. I still have one of my positions in Blink. It was covered by, but I but I bought it a while back in about the twelve dollar range, um, and so I'm pretty good on that one. I do have I've sold a call against it a thirty um, um, uh, January fifteenth, 
uh, 35 calls. So I'm still in blink, and I do still think that it have, potentially has wings. But you know, when when these things start going against you, sometimes uh, it's a good idea to just pull the ripcord, you know, get into cash and stay stick on the on, on the um, the sidelines. Because you know, here's the chart of blink. It's basically definitely had a um, climax top here, but it's still yeah. And there's been a lot of selling, as you can see here. Yeah, a lot of a lot of selling on it, and uh, but it still has that relative nine strength of ninety nine. It looks like it's come back down to to the ten day moving average, but really, the real strength in it is right about here at uh, at thirty. So, it's probably going to pull back. It may test the um, it may it may go as low as twenty and test the test the um, you know and test the uh, the forty day the forty day line. So um, you know. It's kind of painful when that happens, but remember, when you have a stock, always push up your stop losses. So if there is a pullback, which there was in this case, you're you're going to be stopped out. It's still six out of nine, so it's still relatively good. Not not viable in this position, but I do think that you know it, there was a blow off top. The the um, the, the the short term high was about thirty four, and it moved above it, so it may pull back down to about this level once again. So it may offer another opportunity, but for right now, unfortunately, it's one of those things. And I think there's a lot of selling towards the end of the year as well. So that's just kind of one of the things you just have to deal with. Palantir. You know, I was stopped out of Palantir as well. This is pretty much of a red day. Um, and uh, PLTR is the symbol for Palantir Technologies. And it is pulled below the 21-day line as well. So, you know, there's just a lot of selling going on today. Uh, still has a relatively good relative strength. I mean, a great relative strength at 97. And uh, so let's look at the weekly chart. You know, on the weekly chart, you know, it's, it just went up a lot, and it's probably going to pull back to the uh, to the to the 20 to to the um, the 40 day line. That's what it's that's what it's kind of looking like before it can make a new high. But it does have good sales, and you know, I don't think I think this one is watch listable. I just don't think, unfortunately, it's viable right now. So that's the most important thing is that when you're in a situation like this and you have a stock that's moved up like this, you want to keep pushing up your stop loss and trying to keep that about 2.5% below where the close is on the uh, the day before. And that way you're going you're gonna to lose very little of your capital if you do that. Um, let's look at Joe. This is St. Joe Companies. This is, used to be the largest landholder in the state of um, – Florida. As a matter of fact, there's a famous uh, there's a there's a famous incident when Walt Disney himself went to the president of St. Joe Company and he asked to buy a piece of land. And the the uh, CEO of the company left him waiting out in the lobby for the whole day. And then very at the end of the day, as everyone was getting ready to leave, they kind of bumped into each other in the hall. And uh, the head of St. Joe Company said. To Walt Disney himself, he said, "Well, I I don't deal with carnival people. Can you believe that?" Anyways, um, you know, Walt Disney ended up uh, going to Orlando and buying land there, and of course, the rest is history. But St. Joe Company owns is one of the largest landholders in the state of um, Florida. Most of their land, of course, is in the um, the uh, northwestern part of the state, up uh, you know west of Tallahassee. But very interesting company. Uh, it's pulled back a little bit, um, you know, $5 today, so that's a lot. And uh, 
you know, let's see if there's just any place to buy this. You know, it looks like, you know, we had a very nice run up, but there's really no base pattern. We have a very good relative strength of 98 on this, so it is a top performer, but there's been some serious selling activity going on, but you can see these two spikes up. This is basically a major sell signal. Uh, so I don't know quite why people are selling this one, but there is a sell signal going on. So I think we're going to have to watch this soon as a wait. I don't think that you can't really buy this right now. You really need to be in an upward trending market to uh, to successfully buy that. But it's a great company. Hi, Jim. Um, hope you know how nice this is great. Um, lots to talk about outperforming. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I this is one. This is thank you, Christian. I appreciate this very much. This is one of the reasons why I'm trying to build a position in in Apple. I think, you know, stocks don't all go up, you know, straight up or straight down. And that's definitely been, you know, um, 2020 was definitely the year of Tesla. But, you know, Apple is still a monster. I mean, it, it really is. And it can be, you know, it can be very, very significant. Even looking, even even though, you know, it's pulling back significantly, it's at 134 84. Well, not significant. It's pulling back. I we still have a very nice trend here. Uh, you know, a, a, an upward trend on on this on the stock now. Uh, it what it did is it went right up to the um, it, it went right up to the buy point and then it pulled back. Now I have been building a position basically since it crossed this 125 level. I bought here. I bought here, and I just recently bought right here. So my average price is good, but you know, I of course you always want to get it. You always want to get it better. I'm not going to be buying any more Apple for a while until we can, until we can move beyond the 137 uh, range. But I do think that it has the potential of of being you know even bigger in 2021. So let's take a month. Look at the monthly chart. As you can see, I mean, look at this thing. This is a monster. I mean, this has been going on, you know, for literally 20 years. Uh, this is been, this is the chart of um, of Apple. Now it it has it has pulled back from its its split right about here. Um, it has pulled back, but it is starting to pull higher again. So over over 20 years, it's had a relative strength against the market of 84, which is incredible, um, and it's just continuing to move higher. So. Uh, if as long as there's not a major trend reversal, and we and we definitely had one here, this was back in um, 2012, and then we had another one, of course, here. In um, you know in the 2000, I'm sorry, in the 2009 eight time frame, and then we had another reversal in the 2012 time frame, but since then, you know, basically this was the this was the dot com bubble right here. It pulled back, but then once it got going, in about 2001, you can see it's just been up ever since. So, um, you know, we may have a pullback on this one. It looks like there we've had essentially two major, uh, two, two major pullbacks basically in the last few years. But it's looking very strong, and I do think that it has the potential of going even higher if that's if that's if that's possible. So, I think this one should be on your watch list. I'm definitely accumulating a position in, in I've have been accumulating a position in Apple uh, and I've been selling my Tesla um, QUBT let's look at QUBT right now uh, QUBT and that is 
QUBT, and it's some for some reason it's not giving me it's not giving me a symbol. I apologize for that, but it doesn't seem to be Genie, G E N E. Let's look at that, G E N E. I'm not familiar with that symbol. Okay, there we go. Now let's go back to the weekly chart. Gen uh, Genetic Therapeutics, ADR, and of course this is a foreign company. Um, it's Women's Health. It's a penny stock. You know what? I just don't think you want to be in it. This is a let's look at let's look at just kind of get a, a you know view from 20, 29,000 feet. Well, overall this has a downward trend. This this stock does. You know, it, it's been as high as um, as 400, and now it's trading at four. I, I just, I, I think that you want to, I think you want to stay away from this. I think you want to, I think you want, I don't think you want this stock. Uh, this does not look very promising at all. It is up a little bit today, but you know, this is, uh, this is, this has got it overall. This has a poor, poor trend line, and it's moving down. So, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in this one. I just, I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's good enough. It's also got a relative strength of 76, which is um, not good enough typically. I like to see at least 80 on canceling investing, and you see a relative strength of 80 or better typically. Um, please let us know the thoughts on Joe and CLSK. Let's look at CLSK. CLSK. Now let's see if I can give you any. Oh, Clean Spark. Okay, I don't know this one. This is. Um, Let's see. Yeah, there we go. Clean spark. Okay. Uh, we, wow, we have a relative strength of 99. I like that. We did have a little bit of decrease in terms of sales. Um, you know, sales are off a, a bit. There we go. Sales are off a bit. And, of course, you know, it's still in a growth phase. It's not It's not uh, producing revenue uh, yet. We do have um, increasing fund ownership. But, you know, here's the problem. This is a relatively thin thin stock. Um, I just don't think. Yeah, it, it's got it's got a pretty good um, checklist. Six out of nine, and it does have an increasing. You know what? I I I just I don't I can't really give you a good. Yeah, I can't give you a really good um, read on this one. It looks like there was sort of a cup action. And then it's taken off since 15. This has a big potential of pulling back very, very hard to about the $20 range. So if you're in this thing, I would consider possibly taking profits because I do think this is going to fall further. That's what I'm That's what I'm seeing. I would not go into the stock. Um, you know, I do think it's going to pull back to about the $15 level. So that's something that you probably – Probably want to protect your profits if you've got it, if you got profits in this one. Let's look at Neo. Neo has the same problem that Baba and JD and Pinwawa have, and the Chinese stocks are going to get hit hard because there's new regulations coming out, basically on the first of the year, that's going to require that they fully disclose their accounting, which they have had a pass on, and this is going to make it more difficult for, um, you know, for the companies. And they, and one thing you do have to know is that. The Chinese Communist Party is basically coming against many of the owners. For instance, um, Jack Ma, who was uh, the founder and CEO of um, Alibaba, basically had to quit the board because the, he was forced out by the Chinese government. So 
be very careful in Neo. It does have a. It does. I have. I have um, um, speculated in Neo, but it currently looks like it's it's basing here. And I don't know if there's an opportunity on it. Um, yeah, it seems like we have a we have a base forming here. So this is actually not a bad sign. Um, I you know it's pulled back to the 40-day line. That's that's not bad, and it does have an upward trending um, relative strength line. So this one could turn around. Um, here's what I would do. I wouldn't buy this unless it moved above about um, about 48. So it's pretty close to that right now. It's up strongly today. Um, so you could buy this, but only buy this as it's moving higher. Um, I, I think this has, you know, relatively speaking, technically, this looks pretty good. Seven out of nine on the checklist and increasing fund ownership. I'm currently not in this stock. I was in this in a small portfolio, but I, I was I was um, whipsawed out of it. I, I my my stop losses uh, um, uh, came in. I would be a little bit careful about Neo just coming into the into the new year. I think you want to see how Tesla trades because these two typically are similar in terms of the way they trade. So um, I am in Tesla. I am not in Neo. Uh, I, I sold most of my position at 665 and then and then it moved lower and then as it moved above 665 this is for Tesla I bought in again but I only have a quarter position in Tesla right now very small position um, so uh, looks like yeah we're up four dollars with Tesla 665.99 it seems to be stuck right about that 665 level that seems to be a key kind of micro pivot for for Tesla, if it pulls above that, I think it could pull all the way up to 695 or 700. The next major resistance for Tesla is right about there at 695, 700. Once it gets beyond that, I think it's, I think it's likely to to move higher. Now Tesla is still in an ascent, uh, but uh, you know that could be broken. It's still in the ascent, so. You know, it's it's it seems to be hugging the ten day line. So, it's still. I mean, even with everything, you know, rest of the market, I think it still has some juice. Now, can it double like it did before? I doubt it because if it doubled now, it would have to be in the twelve hundred dollar range. Um, but you know, anything is possible with Tesla. Tesla is a very unique stock, and again, it went up over six hundred percent last year. So, uh, very very strong. Um, I, I think that you know if it moves above about 700, you might want to start building a position on it. I would prefer I would I would look at Tesla over a Neo or over um, you know over a Lie Auto only because I think that they're not going to run into as many problems with the government. The, the The Chinese stocks are very much under a cloud right now with the new governmental regulations. So you got to be careful with that. I'm not saying that they're not worth investing in. I'm just saying you have to be careful because the Chinese stocks don't play by the same rules that all the others, all the other stocks do. So be very, very careful on that. Uh, let's look at Box, um, B-O-X, to see if there is something there that is good. Um, you know, it, again, just like everything else, it's sort of pulling back today uh, in general. You know, it's pulled below the 21-day line, and it looks like it's pulling back down to the 200-day moving average. So. Um, gosh, uh, it's, it's going to be difficult right now. I, I think that the trend is unfortunately still downward 
on 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 box. Um, I, I think we still have a downward trend on it, uh, so I don't think it's time yet to buy it. It looks like we had a sort of a a, a, a fake a fake breakout here, but it's it's pulled back. So I think we want to wait a little bit on this one. Yeah, it's only got a 34 relative strength, so it's relative to the market. It's not it, it's it's not pulling as well as I would have. You know what would would have liked it to so that that's a that's a definite issue let's let's look for instance let's look at the um spider and this will give us an idea of the sort of the mid caps how they're doing today and they're pulled back a little bit so you know this is the spider just wanted to show you this um this is the world's largest etf and it covers the s p 500 and of course as everybody knows tesla just went into the s p 500 so the weighting for in Tesla is significant in in any of these index funds that cover the S and P like the Spider. Um, it it has it is pulled back a little bit slightly today. Uh, the key level on the Spider is three seventy five. Uh, we're right below that, so we're we're making headway. So nothing really, nothing really to worry about there. Um, let's look at the QQQ. This is of course the Nasdaq one hundred, and it is up today. So. That tells you kind of the dual nature, and 300 is a very, is a very significant uh, number on the um, on on the QQQ. It's just pulled out of a buy zone, so um, you know we're seeing a little bit of a rotation in tech from some of the bigger tech companies uh, into um, into some of the other ones that aren't quite as uh, prominent. Let's look at Amazon because this was pulling, this was trending down. Um, now that we're near the end of the year, I think there's going to be a lot of selling. But once we come through the first of the year, I think, yeah, okay. So there, there may be some buying. So it, it, it has, it, 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 it has maybe broken this downward trend. Yeah, I think it has. This is the trend here, and it looks like it's breaking up higher. Of course, the buy point, and this has been out there for a long time, is 35. Um, 3560325 and that's right here. So we've broken that trend. So the question is will it have legs and if it does of course then it will move above that buy point. But there this is a this is a pretty much classic reversal. This is not a bad time to possibly um, build a position in Amazon because it has pulled back so much and then, but there and there is buying. So I just wanted to take a look at those two. I'm sorry to digress here. Just, just kind of see. I, Amazon is sort of a proxy for the, for the fangs. Um, it's really one of the most prominent. And the fact that it's turned, me, there's been a, a pullback in terms of the funding in some of the fangs. I think we might, depending on next year, we might see it move back into some of those fang stocks. Hi, Jim. Um, how do you, uh, I know you don't like penny stocks. Uh, could you please look at BNGO for a comment? Okay, in the emerging sector. The reason I don't like penny stocks is because they tend to be very thinly traded. And the problem is, is that if you get a if you get a selling, if you get a lot of selling in a penny stock, you can it can collapse and you can't you are not you're not able to get out. Yeah, as you can see, this is very spiky. Um, these real the problem is penny stocks just really aren't investment quality. This is one thirty three. A share here, 82 relative strength. That's quite good. Let's look. Let's look at the history of it. I'm going to go to the monthly chart. Yeah, you can see, you can see by this chart, and this is from the beginning of the chart. 
it is a downward trend. I just don't like to buy a trend that's 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 sloping downward. I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know, I, I, I'm I'm not trying to be negative, but this is a this is this is a losing stock here, uh, unfortunately. Um, now let's look at stock that is potentially better than that that's emerging, and that's Riot Blockchain R I O T. Let's look at that one, and you know that also has a downward trend as well. Yeah, but it is starting. It is starting to move up again. I just don't like charts like that. Um, you know, let's look at a real winner like Apple. So I'm going to go and I'm going to put it on the same monthly chart that we did on 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 the other one. And as you can see, look at the difference. This is the this is the kind of company that you want to seek out. The company that is you know for year over year is moving higher. So this is a winner. So winners tend to continue. Winners continue. Winners beget winners. Um, penny stocks on the, you just this is the kind of chart that you want to buy. You want to look over a long period of time, and I'm looking at the monthly chart here. This is a this is a this is a winning chart. Now let's let's look at another. Now obviously I'm I'm putting up winners here, but we want to look at stocks that are making this you know that are, they're potentially setting up for this kind of thing. Let's look at Tesla T S L A. Now one of the things that is. Um, TSLA. Now, this was probably one of the big caps. This is one of the biggest winners, and as you can see, again, it's showing this kind of this 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 kind of chart pattern. It's always to buy. It's always better to you know when you're looking at a stock, look at the stock to see what you know, see how it sets up, because this is a winner. This I'm showing you some of the biggest winners versus some of the penny stocks. This is the reason why I like to buy these kind of stocks over penny stocks. As you can just see visually. That they're that 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 they're much much better. So, let's look at another penny stock that became a better stock, and that's Blink Charging. Now it's off a little bit today, but let's look at it. BLNK, uh, and this and I and I do hold this right now. As you can see, even though it's a penny stock, it 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 basically has an upward movement. I'm only really interested in in stocks that show that show that kind of a pattern, as opposed to as as opposed to the pattern. Of BNGO, so let me let me complete. Let me show you that to BNGO, BNGO. This is the this is talk you gave me. As you can see, this is the wrong way. We're going from high to low. So that I would eliminate that just based on that, uh, without even having going any further than that. I would eliminate that uh, on that. So I'm sorry to be so negative on that, but one of the things is you want to look at that monthly chart first. You want to look at the overall direction. If you have an overall direction that's ascending, then you can consider buying it. If you don't, just 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 don't try to buy this descending chart. It's just too painful because usually they turn and they go lower. So I uh, just wanted to. Uh, is it time to buy more Blink? Well, here's the thing about Blink. Um, right now, I wouldn't buy it because it's it's pulling back. But um, but let's take a look. It's a little bit extended, yeah, but it's pulled. It's pulled up once again. Boy, I tell you, this is a fascinating stock. Maybe this may be the time. I mean, this may be a good time. But let's go to the weekly chart first to see. Okay, yeah, we pulled off a little bit here, back to forty. But I do think if it reverses higher, then I think you might have a winner. It's off quite a bit today, you know. Off well, not 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 that much. I misspeaking myself. I guess it's off. Looking at this, yeah, it's off. It's ten cents, so not, not a whole lot. Um, 
If it reverses higher, then I think you might have a winner here. I'm currently in blink charging. And again, take a look at the take a look at the generalized trend on this. The trend is up. We always want to buy an upward trend. So um, that's kind of my little soapbox on what to look for in a growth stock. Um, okay. Hi, Jim. Uh, can you look at K-A-L-A and V-R-M, please? Uh, also, uh, the reason I asked about in in uh, DM yesterday is because ARC is taking a second. Here's the problem with ARC. ARC has become such a large investor in some of these biotechs that they tend to swing the market. Um, they, Kathy Woods has a great, great track record, so I'm not trying to disperse her in any way. But I think you have to be a little bit, a little bit more discerning, uh, and not just if, if. What I'm saying is, if you want to do what what she does, just buy the ARC funds. Don't necessarily don't just and that's I kind of do recommend that when it comes to um, when it comes to some of the biotechs because they're so spiky. Interesting. Wow, I haven't seen this stock at least in 25 years. Very interesting. Thank you for bringing this up, Kay. Uh, Kaiser Aluminum. I actually I started my career in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I actually. <laughs> I actually worked in the Kaiser building in Oakland, so this is really interesting. Kaiser Lumen, of course, as you know, it, it moved its headquarters. I think it's in Houston now, but for many, many years, the city of Oakland is very closely tied to Kaiser. Uh, it has moved up, and it's moved above the 200-day line. Actually, you know what? I kind of like this chart, believe it or not, even though it's got some issues. For instance, the... Um, you know, the relative strength is only 76. I typically like to see at least 80. But it looks as if it's moved above the 200-day line. Now, this is a real economy stock. So hopefully, if there's a reopening, this may benefit. This will also benefit if the tariffs stay in place against China. This stock will. Uh, because there is a lot of pent-up demand for for aluminum. But the thing is, there the there's so much dumping of this material that without tariffs, a company like Kaiser is going to have a lot of tough sledding. One of the things about this is that they have decreasing uh, sales. I don't like to see that, but it is, you know, it is a profitable stock. It does have a positive cash flow. And there actually are quite a few firms that are actually investing in it. Um, but there's just, there's just really, I mean, there are better things out there I'm afraid to invest in than this. It's got a checklist four out of nine. Okay. That's, that's really not investable, unfortunately. So even though I, I like Kaiser, and Henry J. Kaiser was an amazing industrialist in the, in the day, I, I just don't think you can uh, I, I just don't think you can invest in this one. I, I, just, I don't think it's strong enough, unfortunately. Let's look at VRM. Um, let's see, VRM. Let's see if I can give you some room. <laughs> Rides into any uh, commerce platform for buying and selling used vehicles. I do like the used vehicle area. Um, you know, that's how CarMax initially started. It was an idea was to create a mega dealership of all used car dealerships because it's more profitable. But in the in the uh, car business, uh, selling new cars makes almost no profit. All the profits is made on repairs, but almost all the profit in most dealerships is made selling used cars. Um, so I do like that profit model. Now, um, that said, there's a lot of things not to like about this. And here they go. Uh, relative strength of, of um, you know, relative strength of five, that's just not good enough. We have declining sales, 
just not good enough. At 43, it is moving. It is moved above the 40-day line. That's good. Um, but the checklist is not good. It's only four out of nine or 44%. So I would. I here's the thing about this one. I think that this is just not. Unfortunately, I don't think this one is. Uh, you know, is, is worth your time. Unfortunately. Um, let's look at ACES, and this is an ETF. So uh, let's look at this one. I think one of the Arc Arc funds. Um, AC. Yes, let's look at ACES. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It opts to create clean energy. Okay. It's an exchange-traded fund seeking performance corresponding to the clean energy index. Wow, this is an index fund on clean energy. Wow. I just don't know what's in this, but look, at it's not a bad chart. I mean, I'm serious. This is a good chart. Look at this. It's got, uh, you know, 93. Uh, and if Biden is the uh, if Biden is the president, this probably will do very well. And I, I really like this. I, I, I like this chart. It's, it's just crawling right up the 21-day the line. So that's very, very good, actually. So it's off a little bit today. But uh, let's look at the daily chart, kind of see how it's been trading the last few days. Uh, yeah, it's pulled back a little bit. But, you know, there's this constant. It seems like it's, 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 it's uh, hugging this 21-day uh, line. Here's the thing. It looks like it's pulled to the 10-day line. That's this little pink line here that I'm, that I'm noting. And it looks like it'll probably bounce. So, you know, if this thing bounces and goes higher, you know, you could probably buy this. The, the one, there is con some concern I have here. The relative strength line is pointing downwards. I don't like to do, see that. And we have some selling signals here. So here's the thing. This is a watch list stock. This is a good one. Uh, I would wait until this thing turns uh, higher. It's, it's pulling back right now. If there's a reversal, I think you might have a, I, might, I think you might have a pretty good stock here. A pretty good ETF, excuse me. I said stock. It's it's actually an ETF. Let's take a look at um, some of the people on TikTok. Thanks for for holding on here. Um, and I, I and my YouTube. I guess my YouTube isn't working. Well, I hope. Well, I hope it's working now. It seems like it is because I do have people that are that are on there. Uh, I've got forty three people. So, and thank you very much. Um, okay, so let's look at this. I uh, wish we could buy a stock in elections. Well, it's always tough, you know. Elections are always uh, always difficult. Um, things, but I do think uh, it's likely to favor um, some of you know some of the some of the sectors like um, you know you know like like some of the clean energy stocks. Um, and and I think that you've got to stay very you know at least for right now, uh, you know I, we've got to stay away from some of the oil patch stocks, even though you know they have tremendous earning capacity. You know, stocks like Exxon and stuff like that, they're just not the place to be right now. So um, it is kind of interesting. What do you think about PSTG? Let's look at PSTG really quickly. PSTG. And see if we got anything pure storage. Um, flash baits. Okay, this is cool. Um, you know, it. it uh, I, I, I'm kind of familiar with this company. It's sort of really been doing... Kind of not, it's kind of, you know, overall, it, it's just sort of been, you know, just kind of moving in it, moving in a, in a, um, in, in kind of a range. It looks like it's pulling back up, but it seems like there's some resistance right about 23. It's at 22.87 right now. So, um, I mean, it, it did break out of this nice cup, um, you know, this nice cup pattern. So that's, that's looking good. The buy point on this one is 18.59. 
It's a 22. You know, this is probably, you know, it's 84 relative strength. The sales were down a little bit here. I'm not a particularly big fan of the storage area. If, if you're going to be in the storage area, I think the one you might want to look at is MU, and that is Micron. I haven't traded it actively in about three years, but Micron, I think, is ready to make a move, and I think it's a better company in many ways than um, Pure because they actually make the chips themselves, and it looks like we're almost at an all-time high. It's at 7021, so that's looking fairly good. There was a buy point with cup with handle at uh, 54.82, basically, uh, at the beginning of the year. 78 is relative strength, so that's not looking that bad. This is a highly, highly cyclical industry, but, um, you know, it's got earnings per share. It's got 8 out of 9, so that's very strong. Uh, and we do have increasing – well, we don't have – it's slightly decreasing fund ownership. I thought it was increasing. Um, but, but this is the thing that's important to look at. Micron is, 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 the one, is the largest independent maker of memory in the world, computer memory. And we're in a cycle which we're going to move to, to where we're going to acquire more memory. This is because of the 5G thing that's going on. So Micron is pretty well positioned. Um, we do have increasing sales, and their sales are, are monster in this company. 51% uh, of funds own, own this, so it's got strong, 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 strong um, fund ownership. We also have very, very strong uh, cash flow on this one. If I was looking at Pure Energy and I was looking at Micron, I think I would probably prefer Micron. Now, that said, is there an ideal place to buy this? Well, I think you could buy a reversal off of the 21-day line here, and I may, I may put this one on my watch list. It's still not good enough for me at 78. I like to see 80 on that, but all, all spoken, I think this one could move higher. There's, it looks like there's some resistance right about the 74 level, and uh, if it does reverse it and, it and it has enough power, hopefully it can reverse beyond this. But I do think, at least in the coming year, the, um, the outlook for Micron is, uh, I think, very, very, very good if you're in the computer storage area. So please let us know on the thoughts on GameStop, GME. You know, GameStop, uh, it's, a, it's sort of another Dallas company, interestingly enough. Um, you know, the thing about GameStop that I think it has a little bit, it's a little bit uh, um, challenged because so much of the, um, of online, you know, games are, are downloadable now. And, and really, um, you know, the GameStop retail model is basically you go in, you know, buy, buy your PS, um, uh, your PlayStation games there. And so it's a little bit a little bit different, but it, it still has a very strong relative strength at 98. Um, one of the areas that I think is a little bit dangerous with GameStop, I mean, they do have online, uh, you know, online, but they but they're they're heavily retail, and that is that is problematic uh, with this one. Would I buy this? Well, probably not. There was a there there was a consolidation base stage one at uh, six dollars and forty seven cents. It's at nineteen thirty eight right now, so it's very extended from that. I just think that. Uh, I think this is watch listable with a, with a, with a, with an RS rating of this. I if I was going to buy this, and I'm not, and this is not necessarily one I'm looking to buy. I would wait until it reverses off of the 21 day line. I think it's going to pull back here a little bit, probably to about the 17 dollar range, and then if it reverses off of that, I think you might have a place to buy it because it does look like GameStop has formed sort of a channel here. 
um, a, a, a sort of sort of a channel here. So um, I just I don't think I would be going into this one obviously because I don't like to buy anything that is downward trending, and right now it is. But if there's a reversal and there's a, and I think this one possibly could be good. I just am not a particular fan of the retail area because I think it's under a lot of pressure with uh, especially with COVID and all the other things going on. Let's look at AVNT. Uh, let's see. AVNT. Let's see if I can get that. Um, manufactures polymer form, formations, color, and uh, additive systems. Huh, interesting. For the plastic industry. This is an area that I don't know a whole lot about, to be honest. It's a, this is interesting. Thank you for bringing this up. This is a real economy stock. Uh, it has a very nice relative strength at... Um, at 83, I'm liking that. It did, has been a little, uh, little selling pressure on it, but in general, it looks, you know, it's fairly good. I mean, it looks like we definitely have a, we definitely have the beginning of a nice uptrend here, uh, as well. And the last buy point on it was 29.97. It's currently 39.53. Um, let's look at the kind of the smell test on it. Wow, this is good. Seven out of nine, so it definitely is buyable. So you know what? This is a buyable stock. The thing about it is, you, I don't think you want to go in if you, if there's not really a good place to buy it. I would like to buy this in a consolidation because the market is slowing down. I think we have to be really careful. This is why in 2020 it's not going to be quite as easy as it was in 2000, 2021. It's not going to be quite as easy as it was in 2020. We're going to have to buy our stocks in a better at, at, at better buy points than we did in 2020 because the market is going to slow down a little bit. But there is going to be a lot of stimulus money coming into the market, and I think that's going to continue uh, the bull market, at least for the near near future. So, um, you know, you just, you know, picking the right stocks as they set up, that's going to be that's going to be key in 2021. But I this is a this is definitely a buyable stock. I, it's not my style stock. But it definitely has some very good attributes, and it's definitely uh, you, you definitely put this on a watch list um, and wait for a pullback. And I think you might have a winner here. And it's and it's a real economy stock too, so it's going to benefit when the uh, economy reopens. Um, can you um, um, bring your thoughts on a Fubu? Let's look at Fubu. Um, F U B U. Okay, is that right? B-O, I'm sorry, B-O. <laughs> okay, uh, this is basically produces live television, streaming. Okay, it's sports. Interesting. You know, I do like the broadcaster, and I do like live sports. Uh, that's one of the only profitable inner areas that many of the cable companies now have. It's unbelievable. I, I do really like this fact that it's 98 relative strength. Um, you know, and look at that. It's up. Boy, this is, this is, a, good, this is a good one, I think. We're still a little bit early, I, you know. It's still not time for this one because it's 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 early in its um, it, it's early in its movement. And the checklist is not very good right now, only five out of nine. But this is I wouldn't buy this right now. I think it's time to watch list this one. But this is this has this has a lot of potential, and um, you know we already have uh, yeah this this has a lot of potential. But I I don't think I would buy this one just based on the fact that it's such a new issue. And um, you know that might be might might cause a little bit of difficulty there. All right, this is going to be probably the, pretty much the last question. Uh, hey, uh, happy New Year to everybody else out there. 
Uh, let's look at DraftKings. That'll probably be the last one for today. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. Sometimes, you know, it's just the routers don't seem to seem to do right. So hopefully we'll get that solved. Um, this is one of my favorites, DKNG. I'm not in it right now, but uh, this and Penn National, I think, are really great ways to play the coming sports, um, you know, the, the sports gambling uh, phenomenon. Look at that, 95 relative strength. Okay, the question is, where can we buy this? Um, you know, DraftKings is still really is still viable, six out of nine, and we still ha we have increasing fund ownership, so I'm really liking that. I'm also really liking these sales increase numbers. This is really important in a in a in a gambling stock. If you if you have increasing sales, you're going to have an increasing uh, increasingly good um, uh, increasingly good stock. So I, I'm liking everything there. The question is, where can we buy this thing? Let's look. Um, you know what? Okay, it's here's the thing. I think we may have an opportunity here. This is a cup. This is a filled cup with handle, uh, and and the buy point on it is is fifty three seventy two, and it's pulled back. Now the question is, will it pull below this line? Let me see if I can set an alert. Let me see if it'll let me set an alert. Yeah, set an alert. Uh, and I want. Um, I want to set a trend line alert um, on on that if it crosses that. So I'm going to put that on there. <laughs> I'm going to set an alert if it crosses this 40-day um, moving average. If it crosses this 40-day moving average and it reverses, that is a great place to buy it. Um, that that's going to be a great great place to buy it. Uh, it's not today. Probably wouldn't be the ultimate time to buy it, but let it pull below that. If it pulls below that and then it reverses up, then I think on the up you're going to have you're going to have a have a good um, good opportunity. Now you always want to buy a stock as it's moving up. Right now it's moving down, so you don't want to buy it today, but you definitely want to watch this thing. Let's see if it pulls below the forty six thirty four level. If it does, the and it reverses, then I think we have a buy because I do like DraftKings a lot. And I do think it's going to continue higher. I just think it has to pull to these to these lines and, and reverse. We did have some very strong selling today. I think a lot of people are taking their profits coming into the new year. I think you want to basically watch list this one uh, coming in. And I'm definitely going to watch list this on my small portfolio, um, DraftKings. For everybody out there, if you want to get um, uh, if if you want to sign up for the small portfolio. Super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor, and um, you know, and and, uh, and and all you need is your name and um, an email address. And you'll be on the list. So it's just www.dallastradingfloor. I'll be back tomorrow, and I probably will be broadcasting on Thursday. That's New Year's Eve because on Thursday that will be the last trading day of the year. But it will be a full day, and it won't. It, it, they won't. Uh, they won't close the. Uh, uh, they won't close early as they normally do on holidays. So, I'll be I'll be here um, Wednesday and Thursday, and then of course in the new year. So till then, happy trading. Thanks for watching, and um, you know I hope to uh, to make this a profitable uh, 2021 coming up. So uh, till then, I'll see you tomorrow at 2:30 if everything works on my routers. See you then. 